Hello, everybody, and today we've got something special for you because I actually did manage to get Parker to do a podcast episode with me, but for some reason, when I tried to do it on on my computer, um, something went bad, and it cut us off, and I tried to edit it, and it didn't work, and it was super frustrating. However, I am figuring out more and more of this, and I should be able to figure out how to finally start our Breath of the Wild season soon. Until then, we got something special for you, again. Um, me, Parker, and another friend, Riley, who's probably going to be coming up in some Breath of the Wild podcast episodes too, have put together a list of our top ten favorite Breath of the Wild enemies, and I have ranked them and in order from best to worst of the top 10 that we all ranked and I got 20 for you here because they all were combined um there will be enemy and boss spoilers and probably a few story spoilers too so don't watch if you haven't played Breath of the Wild but like no one's stopping you so keep listening if you're okay with spoilers and that sort of stuff there won't be that many though Alright, so we're going to start the first few monsters. Now, I'm not going to say what score they got, because I'm doing a scoring system. Like, we all wrote our top ten monsters, and I did it like first place gets ten points, second place gets nine points, so on. And enemies that appeared in more than one would probably get more points, because, like, those points would overlap. But, like, for these monsters, I'm not going to say which one of us chose them. I'm also not going to say what score they got, so I hope you guys are okay with that, and I honestly see no reason why you wouldn't be. Alright, we got 20 here, and from best to worst of the best, that's confusing. Number one, Calamity Ganon. This actually is not very surprising. I think it's a really cool fight. Sure, it's easy if you beat all the blights. And they take out half his health. But if you don't know how to perfect dodge, don't have Daruk's protection, and don't know how to perfect guard, then you're in big trouble in the second phase of this fight. Because he summons a giant freaking shield around him, and the only way to take it down is those three things. Um, it's a very interesting boss. He's like this huge spider, and he's made up of guardians and malice and goop and swords. And... <clears throat> Generally, I just think it's a good boss. All right. Number two, Monk Mask Kosha for the DLC number two, Champion's Ballad. This is the finishing boss of that DLC, and it's a long boss, it's a hard boss, and it's the best boss out of all of them. You seriously should get the DLC. It's super cool. Um... It's just good and hard, and it's got four phases. In the first phase, you're fighting him, and he's just like your average monk. Yeah, except he's moving around at high speed, has Yiga-like attacks, and has this giant Guardian++ sword, is what it looks like. Um, which you can get from Guardian Scouts, and we'll get to those later, since they're on the list. Um, you have to dodge it, it's got Yiga stuff. There are a few puzzles to it. He splits into nine at one point, and that's crazy. And he's, like, summoning these, summoning these metal balls everywhere. 
it's a really good fight. So I'm not surprised it's number two. All right, number three, Master Koga. I'm not very surprised that this is number three either, because it's a super good boss fight. It's super funny. There's a scene in the end where he summons a giant ball, and it's all spiky and stuff, and he can't see you around it, and he's like, hello, you're around there? And then the ball rolls backwards and knocks him into a bottomless pit, and he gets crushed, and it's super funny. Also, we'll get to Age of Calamity when we get to that season, but he has really, really, really good dialogue in Age of Calamity, and it's also a good fight in Age of Calamity. Number four, a gold Lionel. Now, this was picked as number four because it's pretty much impossible, and it's fun to kill, as some of us have said. Um, Lionel's the hardest enemy in the game. I'm not really surprised that Lionel's are up here, as one of my friends is really into taking out these monsters. Um, a gold Lionel has almost as much health as Calamity Ganon, and that's super impressive, and I have a tough time being a white Lionel, so a gold Lionel is probably going to be a nightmare for me if I decide to do a Master Mode playthrough. Alright, so next is also a gold monster, the gold Bokoblin. Now, this was chosen because it's kind of like a boss. I mean, it isn't a boss, but it's kind of like a boss. Silver, um, silver Bokoblins, I mean, they're hard. They got 720 HP. Yeah, 720 HP. This thing has a whopping 1,020 HP. And it's probably, it, well, like, silver, silver Bokoblins and gold Bokoblins drop a ton of gemstones. So, this is probably going to be a great source of materials if you're a giant tank, have a ton of HP, and you have, like, the best weapons in the game. Number six, Mulduga. This was my favorite because I think it's a really good fight. It's enjoyable. You just come across it, and then it eats your sand seal, and you're super mad. Um, they just, like, jump out of the ground. They're these sand worms and they're really cool to fight because you need to drop a bomb in your mouth it's like a puzzle and yeah so moving on number seven dark beast ganon this is a very cool looking boss it's got that reoccurring thing where it's a giant boar except it's made out of malice and it's got these eyes popping up everywhere like, in its back, once you do a certain thing in the fight. I'm not going to spoil it. Um, Zelda helps you out in this fight. I guess that's kind of like a spoiler. And she makes these giant targets on it, and you need to shoot it with the bow of light. The bow of light appears in this game. I know. It's, it's a pretty weak boss fight. It gets criticized a lot. It's cool, and what they were going for when they were designing Dark Beast Ganon is they were intending to make the biggest Ganon yet, and they did that in exchange for a not very good fight. So, yeah, that's my opinion about it. It is really high on the list, but... Um, next is number eight, Windblight Ganon. This is, in some of our opinions, the easiest blight. Um, it's really cool where you get on the fans on Vomito and you do bolt time to it. Um, in the Champion's Ballad, it's a bit harder, where you have a limited supply of arrows, 
since I use bomb arrows to take out the blights, with the exception of thunder blight, which we'll also get in later. Um, yeah, um, there's a strategy with fire blight. I guess it's more of a glitch that I accidentally did, where I got in fire blight's armpit and was immune to every single attack he did. Um, other than the Durex Protection Shield thing he does, where you need to throw a bomb into it. Um, so, moving on again. Number nine is surprising. It's a blue Moblin, and the only reason it's up here is because the person who put it on his list said that it was harder than a red Moblin, and he likes the color blue. That might be me, it might not be. Alright, number 10, Waterblade Ganon. Waterblade Ganon is a cool fight. It's the only blight that I have died on. I died on it twice. I died on it once on my normal playthrough. And then in my um, Champion's Ballad playthrough, I died on it again. Um, it's not... It's a challenging blight, but not too challenging. It's intended to be the first blight that you fight even though it isn't always you can do them in any order it's got the most interesting attacks i think that most people when it summons cryonis blocks and they follow you i think most people get, just shoot them people who shoot the cryonis blocks i don't know if you know this already but you can stasis them and you can cryonis them so yeah and that's cool. Um, after that is the Rare Stone Talus as number 11. I got a story for this one. It's a great money farm. And also, I know a little Rare Stone Talus in Tabantha that I like to call Bill. Or sometimes Jeffrey. I kind of switch in between. And he is the only Rare Talus that, with... If you're in the exact right position, is the only dancing talus in the entire game. Maybe you could do this with other taluses. I haven't tried. Um, Bill, if you're in the right position, and if you shoot him with bomb arrows, will wake up. He'll go towards you, and the edge of his face will just barely nudge a cliff, and he will be stuck. And as long as you don't move from your position, then... He will just be stuck there, even if he gets knocked over by, like, an arrow or something. He will just get back up and still be stuck. And he will shake and do this little wiggle, and that's why I call him the Dancing Talus. And he's really funny. Next up is a really good one. Number 12, the Ice Lizalfos. You can find these in Hebra, in, like, giant snow plains. And I like these because you can be wearing the Lizalfos mask or Majora's mask, which you can find in the DLC number one, um, the Master Trials, and they'll still pop out of the ground, they'll go like, blah, 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 and they're funny, and they'll attack you anyway, and I just like it, and that's why it appeared on the list. Alright, and number 13 on the list is the Guardian Scout. You can find these in shrines that you can find littered all over. I think that they're a good challenge because they're, well, they're, they have certain attack patterns and difficulties that it's like, one time 
I went to one in the middle of the ocean, and it was a test of strength. It was like a major test of strength, and there was a super strong guardian scout there, and I couldn't beat it. And you better believe I ding dong tried. Um, but like I came across a one with it's like a minor test of strength, and it was easy. So like, eventually when I got stronger, I went back to the shrine, the major test of strength. And I was able to beat it. And I thought it's just a really good battle. It's like a boss battle. Um, it's different from the Air Guardians you come across because it's not possessed by malice. Therefore, you can't use the Master Sword on it. Um, it's got a few phases. There's one where it will attack normally and then, like, spin at you. There's one where it will attack normally but also do its, like, spin attack with, with its laser and there's one, like, when it gets down to 500 health or so forth, one-third, I don't know, it turns blue and it starts targeting this giant crazy laser. And it's really cool. I like this. Um, I also got a story in Kakarika Village, the shrine of Kakarika Village. It's a minor test of strength, except there are, like, weapons in the corner, and you need to use those weapons to perform certain tricks to kill the guardian in there and I completely ignored the things that were prompting me to do that and immediately broke both of the weapons on it so I had to use some other garbage weapons I had in my inventory and I thought that was funny. Moving on, number 14, Thunderblight, the worst blight. Thunderblight is insanely hard and I mean its attacks are sorta easy to dodge but, I mean, wh how it's insanely hard is because you can barely hit it. It's just zipping back and forth, and when it's not, it's out of range. It has three phases, unlike the other Blights, which have two. The first phase is just zipping back and forth, and it's super annoying. Um, the second phase is where it summons these giant pillars that you can... Um, use your Sheikah Magnet to move around, and they get struck by lightning but you're inside. Um, and you gotta hit it with that. And the third phase is like the first phase, except it's got lightning and your tactics for using the first, for beating the first phase are proven useless. So I hate this fight, but maybe some of us like it. And that's why it appeared on the list. Um, number 15, the Guardian Skywatcher. The Guardians, if you, you can take them two ways. You can take them as a combat challenge, or you can take them as a stealth sequence. For Guardians, in the stealth sequence way, it's just staying out of their line of vision, which is anywhere. They can see farther than any other monster in the game. Um, a Guardian Skywatcher, though, has a red spotlight until it, target, until it spots you in the spotlight, then you're screwed. Um, and they're cool because you can just walk right past them. And if you cut off their propellers, it's really funny. They just flop onto the ground. And I also have a story with this. Um, one of the friends, in fact, the same one who chose this, um, was helping me um, with this certain part in the DLC. And you had to kill a bunch of Guardian Skywatchers. And so we did. We shot down one with bomb arrows, and its propellers fell off and rolled to the edge of the cliff. And it was just flopping there, and we thought it was funny. And then it, like, knocked us off the cliff, and we fell a super long way, landed at the bottom, 
we looked up to start climbing, and the Guardian Skywatcher was falling down on top of us. And, yeah, it was super funny. Number six, number 16, the electric quiche. They are annoyingly awesome. I hate them. There is a sequence where you're going through Zora's domain and with Prince Sidon, and he's just not going to let you ride on his back because he's a jerk. So you're going through his gauntlet of electric nightmares, and there's a cave you have to go through full of electric quiche. And naturally, I didn't understand the concept that electricity would make your weapons drop back then. So I tried to kill him with the three strongest weapons I had. And I did not come out of that cave with those weapons. And when I went back for them, they were gone. All right, so number 17, the Red Boko Blend. This is a good old classic, and that's why it appeared on there and... Red Boko blends are just a joy. Sometimes you'll see them acting like, I don't know, they do like this weird hand symbol on their nose. And one of my friends who didn't make a list said that he saw one farting and then sniffing it, and that's weird. Um, Number 18, the Guardian Stalker. The Guardian Stalker is, I guess it's like the default Guardian. It's not buried in the ground. Like the first Guardians you encounter... But it's like it's like the guardians you find buried in the ga- in the ground, which are called decayed guardians. But it's got legs and it's hard, and probably not for the lighthearted. Um, the reason that this was chosen because it's fun to ride on, even though I'm not sure how. Um, and it's also fun to blow up, because every time you kill a guardian, it makes a pretty little giant explosion. Um, number 19, the Yiga Foot Soldier. The Yiga Foot Soldiers are disguised as travelers on the road. And, yeah, they have some really good dialogue. There's some that sell bananas to you, and they're like, Oh, I'm so happy you like bananas, but I have to kill you. Or... You don't like bananas? I'm gonna kill you. The Yiga are obsessed with bananas, and bananas are good, so I understand it. Um, but yeah, sometimes they just pop up out of nowhere after you've completed the Yiga clan hideout. Um, but that's not as fun. There are some, there are some really cool dialogue, like the first one you encounter. Um, basically says, like, your scene of waking up in the bathtub in the beginning of the game, um, and there are some others, they're like, oh, I'm so dreamy, and you're like, what is it? And she's like, oh, I'm just obsessing about how cool Master Koga is, and then you say they's fat, and then they try to kill you, um... And, yeah, so I think they're fun. They're pretty hard at first, but, I mean, they drop a nice weapon in the beginning if you're, you could probably be supported on that for a bit. Um, Number 20, the final one, the Fire Wiz Robe. The Fire Wiz Robe has a good weapon, since some of us like to go around killing everything. And it's just cool. I like throwing fire everywhere. And that's all the monsters. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this, you really should listen to other 
podcast like this or maybe more of my episodes I mean like it helps a lot follow or like whatever you can do on what platform you're listening at this I believe so far that I have found that you can find me on Spotify switch gamers podcast um thanks for listening I'm going to try to release a breath of the wild season soon um as I do have plans for starting that. So thank you very much.